G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. We're chatting with Rosie Kendall, the CEO of Christians Against Poverty. And, you know, CAP Australia is based in Newcastle and is an incredible ministry, helping people get out of debt, helping people that are struggling with financial uh, problems. Uh, They have great courses like the CAP Money Course. Uh, They have CAP Debt Centres. And uh, they do a great job, uh, not just giving people a, a you know a bit of advice, but they actually give people a hand up. They help people get their lives on track, and, and many people come to Christ too. It's a great ministry. So we're going to hear a bit about that. We will be opening the phone lines shortly, but if you do want to make a comment at Facebook, we're asking the question there: uh, Do you have a budget, and what lessons have you learned about getting out of debt? We'd love to get your comments at facebook.com forward slash vision radio, and uh, we will open the phone lines soon. It's great to welcome you onto the program. How are you doing, Rosie? Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm doing really well. Thanks, Matt. Now, I've had you preach at our church before, and I've heard you speak at the, uh, the CAP uh, dinner in uh, Brisbane before. We've met a couple of times. Uh, but for those who don't know your story, just tell us a bit about your background in the UK. Where were you born and raised over there? Yeah, so um, you'll tell from my accent that I'm not a local from Australia. So I was born, as you say, in the UK um, in a place called Wolverhampton, which is near Birmingham. So um, that's where I grew up. Um, I moved at the age of 19 to a place called Bradford to go to university. And that's in Yorkshire. I met my now husband up there in Yorkshire, um, ended up getting married and stayed there, was there for 12 years. Um, at some point, which we can we can talk about, um, kind of midway through that that twelve year period, I, I started working at Christians Against Poverty. They're based in Bradford, um, and then yeah, six years ago, I'll just have my sixth kind of anniversary of being here in Australia. Moved um, to join the Cap Australia team here. It's an amazing organisation, and I've had a fair bit to do with you guys over the years. Uh, For those who don't know the history of CAP, how did it all start? Yeah, so um, in what it was back in 1996 in Bradford, um, a guy called John Kirkby, um, he just um, become a Christian um, after what was a very difficult. Um, few years for him. He had been in the finance industry um, and gone through a difficult um, divorce, marriage separation, and found himself um, on his own and living in a bedsit and um, overwhelmed with with debt that he had um, accumulated through what he would say, you know, kind of a a lifestyle that was very much... um, beyond his means and, um, you know, kind of a, a bigger house than he could probably afford and, and all sorts of, of, of things um, that had led him to to be in a situation where he had an overwhelming amount of debt and now on his own 
and um, yeah, just very isolated and very, very alone. He tells stories of um, going to the shops when he was looking after his two small girls um, and having to put things back on, on shelves, you know, kind of at the checkout because he didn't have enough money to um, to pay to pay a bill. And so um, subsequently, um, kind of through that period, he was befriended by a pastor and um, one of the, I suppose, the um, pinnacle kind of point in his story is that this pastor invited him around for a barbecue, which um, John at that point was very isolated, didn't have many friends, and became um, friends with this pastor and became a Christian. And his, his life from that moment um, turned from one of desperation to, well, God maybe can use the situation that I'm in to, to help others. And so using some of his financial um, knowledge that he had had from the industry at that point, he Actually, he was the first ever CAP client. He paid um, his own um, kind of put a budget together, put a system together. And um, as he came out of that situation, started thinking, I wonder whether I could help other people that were in that situation um, to get out of debt in the same way that I've now done that. And so that was in 1996. He just essentially in Bradford um, with no funding or backing from anyone started helping people that he knew were struggling and I think in his first year he saw 30 families and um, I suppose that was the rest is history from that point we're now um, a national um, an international organization running in five nations um, in the year 2000 um, CAP Australia was born and um, John's still involved um, very much um, to this day. And I know you guys have helped over 3,000 Aussies become debt-free, and uh, I love the fact that uh, that's a great stat. But another great stat uh, I've, I've heard before, I'm not sure what the number is up to, but whenever one of the clients of CAP becomes a Christian, you guys ring the bell at CAP there yeah, in Newcastle we as well. Tell us, tell us yeah. how, how many bells have rung. How many bells have run? So just over around 1,500. Wow. And so anytime someone um, makes a commitment of um, profession of faith, um, lots of our, our clients don't, don't know Jesus. And um, we um, pray with all of our clients. We, um, in a non-threatening way, um, create an environment that we can share our own story and invite people to um, follow Jesus. And um, it's a great privilege to see people respond to that. And yeah, as you say, we have a we have a um, an old fashioned fire bell on our wall here at head office, and every time someone makes that decision um, to follow Jesus, that we all know what a, a fragile decision that is at that point. It's a it's a decision I've been going my own way, and I'm going to decide to follow Jesus. That we all get around and we pray mm. and celebrate um, at that point to pray for them at the start of that exciting journey that they've just started and um, that that wouldn't just be a decision but it would be them moving towards being a disciple of Christ mm. and yeah I mean that's a great joy for us here at head office when we get to ring that bell. Well I just love that picture and you know the Bible says that the angels in heaven rejoice when one sinner repents and uh, we should rejoice as well when we see people come to Christ. And I love that that's a, a big value at your organization. So uh, we're going to open the phone line shortly if people want to call up about budgeting or finances, any, any questions about tithing, you know, all that biblical stuff. Uh, but let's just give a, a quick snapshot. So say, for example, uh, my mate Bill is out of a job. He's got lots of debt. He hasn't got a budget. He's really struggling. And he rings your uh, cap debt 
help centre and, and speaks to someone, um, what's the next steps? What do you guys do when someone rings up in a crisis with their finances? Yeah, so, I mean, the first thing that we do is tell someone, well done. I think that um, the hardest thing to do is to phone and um, for help and to be at a point with um, your finances to allow someone else in. And so we try and give people as much encouragement around making that first call as possible. Um, when they um, get through to um, someone here, we have a, a team that answers those calls. We, um, we we roughly field kind of 250 to 300 calls from new clients every month. And so we have a team here that answers those calls. And they talk to them about their situation. They try and get as much kind of a snapshot into um, what's, been, what's been going on for them without um, at that point trying to put a solution together, but just trying to understand kind of what it is that they need help with checking that um, it is a budget pro- problem that we that negotiate with creditors and that the debt is um, that you know the main kind of issue for them and then we make them an appointment so with a local church that's been trained to go and see people in their home to um, offer a face-to-face service that not only will put people on a plan to becoming debt-free, but also um, put them in an environment where they're coming back into community, there's someone that's going to listen to their story, someone that's going to be able to um, support them every step of the journey through. I mean, for most of our clients, it it takes on average three years and sometimes as long as eight years um, um, to get out of debt. And we're committed to helping people to do that every step of the way. And so that the church representative that, that we train is, is able to do that. Um, and the team here um, negotiates um, people's debts and makes sure that the, um, the debt side of things is handled so that creditors stop um, hustling people, so that creditors stop putting pressure on, that people actually feel um, released from that financial burden. And it's always astounding to me, actually, that um, our clients um, will often, when I talk to them, they're debt-free, and I'm really excited about the fact that they're debt-free and how great it is. And actually, the moment they take me back to is that that first phone call that we were just talking about, that it's actually that moment where they knew that there was someone that could help Mm. That moment where someone said, we're going to come and see you in your own home and we're going to put a plan together. We will have a solution. There is hope. That's the, that's the moment that their situation changed, not actually when they became debt-free, although they're always you know, really relieved to become debt-free. Actually, they've not been living under the burden of debt ever since their plan began. Mm. And so while they're excited and pleased to get to that debt-free moment, actually emotionally it's often the start of their journey that really brought the change. Yeah, and you guys actually, uh, when you uh, meet with someone and talk through, you know, say they've got this, you know, credit card bill or this bill, uh, you know, they've they've got things that they can't pay, you guys actually negotiate with those companies Mm. for them to either get a lower interest rate or even cancel the debt and you actually get a lot of success, don't you? Yeah, we do. We we um we manage um I mean essentially every situation is different and then um, we have to have to assess that and for some of our clients the debt that they're in is just um staggering and overwhelming and there's no way that they could ever ever afford to repay. And so um what we try and do is um always we will contact creditors and see if they will stop interest and charges so mm. that when we do put um a plan together 
um, that, you know, if you're paying $10 off the debt, it is $10 off the debt, not $10 off um, the interest that's been added. So that um, however small that repayment, it is actually kind of coming off the off the loan or the, the debt um, that they owe. Mm. Um, but we'll also work, especially with clients that are um, unwell or got kind of um, a real crisis going on in their lives that, realistically they're never going to re- repay the debt because of this situation whether it be a terminal illness or I mean it's staggering to me how many clients that we're seeing over the age of 65 and they're retired and they've got really very very low incomes and no real means over the next kind of 10 years to increase that income to change their situation we'll contact creditors and do our best to advocate on their behalf to see if we can get and um, the loan reduced or even you know cleared completely and it's 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 staggering actually how successful we are and um, when the client is in a situation that is obviously um yeah overwhelming and they're unable to pay that that if we can get through to the right people um and obviously um on mass for us having good relationships with um banks and the right people being able to speak with people that understand vulnerable clients and um, yeah we we get a lot of um debt and cleared and a lot of debts um, reduced on behalf of people. So, Rosie, just uh, let us know a bit about the CAP money course that you guys offer. Uh, it's available in a lot of churches around Australia. What's the course all about? Yeah, so we have um, around um, 200 um, partner churches that run the CAP money course on a regular basis. And we've got more, more churches than that um, trained um, and, and ready to deliver it um, for people that, that need it. And so... Um, essentially that course is being run by churches to um, bring financial well-being to both their congregations and their communities. So it's a three-week course typically and sometimes it, and people condense that over two weeks or do it on a Saturday. But it's an opportunity for people to go and spend some time even just thinking about their financial resources and what they're doing with it. So do I have a budget? How do I go about putting a budget together? How am I managing my day? day-to-day finances? Am I having um, lots of um, arguments with my spouse or my partner? How am I communicating what money we've got and where it's going? Having um, some time to make decisions on what do I spend my money on? It always astounds me and the feedback that we get from people that come to the Cut Money course that I'm spending X on this and I didn't really realise because I was using my card because had not really had a conscious moment in time of looking at where my money was going and now I've been able to say do you know what actually I think I'm spending too much on that and I'm going to reduce it to this and I'm going to start saving for this that is something that actually really fits uh, more with what I really want to be doing Mm. and also gives people an ability to assess well where am I giving and how much am I giving and am I giving as generously as I want to Um, and um, just gives people that space um, to to assess how am I saving for the future how do I make informed decisions around my finances and hopefully does that in a context that is promoting promoting, um, you know, the biblical and um, what the Bible says around money and how we should manage Mm. those resources that we're being given. Well, it's a wonderful course. I've uh, taken part in it a few times and we run it regularly in our church and see many lives impacted. Uh, we are chatting with Rosie Kendall, the CEO of Christians Against Poverty Australia. If you'd like to call, phone lines are open now on 1-800-316-316. And we've got Miss Spencer from WA. How are you? Oh, well, thank you. Have you got a question well, or a well, comment for Rosie? Yeah, 
Yes, I've got two questions. Um, the first question is, um, what is the course that you're running? I just need to write it down. Rosie, you there? So it, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So the course, it's called the Cap Money Course. And yeah. if you go onto our website, which is www.capost.org, you will be able to find um, details for the, the course, more information on it, but also the churches that are running that course. Yes, and I'm having a bit of trouble with my with my not budget. Uh, yesterday I went to a um, a budget course, and I I was wondering if you could pray for me and maybe others listening to go from um, a blender blitzed up budget into a beautiful budget that shows good stewardship of God's money. Mm. Yeah. Is that all right, Rose? Are you happy to pray? Yeah, of course I am. Can you (laughs) remind me of your name? Oh, Diana. Diana. Um, Yeah, of course, pray. I think that you're not alone in that um, putting a a budget together from when you've not lived on a budget to be that moment in time to to kind of move towards working on a budget is actually really difficult. And so I would love to pray for that. And as you say, for praying for other people that might be listening that know that they're in that situation this morning. Father, I thank you for Diane and her call today and I thank you that she's already been um, looking at her budget and she's already started um, going to to a course to to think about how she might put that together. And Father, I pray for wisdom as she um, goes about moving from a place of no budget to having a situation where she feels that the budget is as she would want it to be. So she's spending money in the places that she wants to and able to use the resources that you have given her to truly reflect um, her gifts and talents and the things that you have called and asked her to do. In that transition, Father, I pray that you would make it as easy as possible. And we pray for everyone this morning that might be listening to this right now that um, if they find themselves in that situation where they know that their budget is a bit out of control, Father, I pray that you would give them um, the wisdom to know how to go from that place to living on a budget and doing really well and thriving with their financial resources rather than feeling like they're out of control. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Thank you you so very much. And may God richly bless you too. Amen. Thank you so much for your call. And it is National Anti-Poverty Week. There's over 3 million people living below the poverty line, 13.2% of our nation including 739,000 children. Anti-Poverty Week is a chance to take a personal look into the people at the heart of the Australian debt crisis. Rosie Kendall from Christians Against Poverty Australia, uh, thank you so much for joining us once again. Tell us a bit about uh, some of the stories you've heard of people getting transformed and getting out of poverty through Christians Against Poverty. 
Yeah, I'd love to. Thanks, Matt. Um, this, as you say, this week is Anti-Poverty um, Week, and um, part of the um, part of the aim of that is um, for us to, to talk about what poverty looks like here in Australia. Um, often, when we use the word poverty, most of us will think about what um, does poverty look like um, in the third world. Um, we have a, a picture that often will come to mind in our head. Harder for us to imagine, I think, what poverty might look like here in Australia, um, and so. Um, yeah, we, we, we're wanting to, to share some stories of, of what the realities are for um, some of our clients and how, how they find themselves trapped in poverty because of debt. And so we're sharing a story this week of one of our clients called Kess. Um, Kess actually um, grew up um, in her early years in a, um, a refugee camp in um, Kenya. And she shares some, um, you know, kind of fascinating stories, really, of um, she shared a pen with three other people at school. She walked um, a long way to get water every day and um, really experienced what, what poverty um, looks like in, a, in an African context, in a, in a war zone um, area that um, was um, very difficult. And so um, fr- from that, from that refugee camp, they, she um, and her family and her mom came over here to Australia and, and found themselves here. And she would describe, you know, kind of arriving in Australia and all this opportunity and um, the vast contrast to where, where she'd come from. And she subsequently got married here in Australia, had two children, and um, unfortunately, and, and through some difficult circumstances, her marriage broke down, and, and she found herself then as a single mum with um, not the, the work experience and the education of lots of other people around her, and so finding work was very difficult, affording childcare was very difficult, and... Um, she um, had an unfortunate car accident that meant that um, she had a, a debt for paying some of the, um, the the bills for getting those cars repaired um, yeah. that wasn't fully covered by her insurance. And that debt essentially took her from a very difficult situation that was, was tight to a situation over the subsequent 12 to two, two years of having this now, a debt that she really couldn't service and couldn't um, afford to, to repay. And so she spiralled into, um, as lots of our clients do, a debt situation that she just didn't know how to get out of. It's really interesting to talk to her about just her perceptions of, she's obviously experienced poverty overseas and what that feels like, but then what does poverty look like here? And she describes the isolation she felt, the shame she felt, the the kind of um, feeling like, I'm in this country that has so much and yet I'm not even able to put food on the table for my kids. And how that kind of sent her into that isolation um, of I'm, I can't um, I can't provide for my children and, and how am I going to get out of this and, and being in a, in a context where she didn't have a big community around her and didn't know who could help and um, thankfully um, she did um, come into contact and hear about Christians Against Poverty. Someone from a local church went and visited her, was able to look at her situation. Um, as we talked about earlier, what the CAP debt centres do is um, get financial information, put a budget together, negotiate with creditors and 
step her through to becoming debt free. And although her situation, um, you know, if I'm really honest with you, isn't drastically kind of, you know, she's now not um, in work and got lots of money, but she doesn't have that debt situation. And probably more importantly and more um, transformational, her, her faith has been impacted by coming back into community. The fact that the church were able to get around her in that point of isolation and say, do you know what? Yes, you're in a, in a spot that you feel trapped by, but there is a way out. There is a solution. And so she's now stepping um, in a life that isn't um, surrounded by that debt. She's free from that. And um, she's got her faith that she's now walking out and living in. And um, hopefully um, people can join us for praying that she's looking for work. And that would be the one thing that would totally transform her situation. And so, um, yeah, that would be something that would be amazing to pray yeah. for. What a great testimony. And, uh, you know, I just love hearing how CAP is helping people um, when they've hit rock bottom. Uh, there's so many great stories. Hey, if you'd like to call through now, uh, we've got another 15 minutes before Focus on the Family. Now is the time to call. Our guest on the line is Rosie Kendall, who is the CEO of Christians Against Poverty Australia. Maybe you've got a question about budgeting. Maybe you'd like some prayer about your financial situation. Maybe you've got a question about how to get out of debt. Uh, there's a lot of Aussies that are just drowning in debt. And uh, we can give some uh, practical keys today as well, if you'd like to call through. 1-800-316-316 is the number. And uh, I've got another quick story, Rosie, I want to share. So I think I shared with this year when you, when you preached at our church. Uh, we had a guy from a homeless shelter that had come to our church, and he had a chronic gambling uh, problem and was mm. in a lot of debt. And uh, he, he came and did the cap money course and learned about the basics of, you know, getting out of debt. And, but he still couldn't, you know, break this addiction. And he came for prayer after church one Sunday. And as soon as I started praying for him, uh, I said to him, look, I just feel like God's given me a picture of Jesus on a white horse. Uh, does that mean anything to you? And he looked at me like he'd seen a ghost. And he said, how did you know? I said, what? And he said, all my life as a gambler, I've only ever bet on white horses. <laughs> and I said, what? And he said, I'm giving up. That's it. <laughs> and from that day on, he'd, he'd never gambled again. And yeah. I said to him, the only horse you should bet on is the one that Jesus is coming back on one day. And um, <laughs> he ended up, you know, completing. Uh, and we'd actually loaned him some money as, a, as a, you know, from our charity. And he paid it back and then gave mm -hmm. an offering to the church to bless the church and ended up getting a job. And he's mm -hmm. uh, now, you know, thriving. All because That's of those right. basic financial principles he learnt through the Cap Money yeah. course, you know. There's so That's many great it. stories it, it, like this, isn't there, Rosie? Hey? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And um, and often I've asked, um, you know, if you do live on a budget, you can take it for granted. Oh, it's really easy. Um, but actually, if you've not been taught to, to do that, if you've not um, grown up in a household that has um, lived on a budget, um, maybe even in, in quite a lot of homes that have have enough money, therefore you don't really need to, to necessarily be working on a, on a budget all the time because there's kind of, you know, um, a cushion and, a, and wriggle room and then you find yourself in a situation unexpectedly. You've lost a job or someone and you have a death in the family or some, some, th some situation change and you suddenly go from um, having a bit of a cushion to no cushion and suddenly you really do need a budget mm. to, to um, make sure that the money that you've got coming in is going to the right place, is at the right time um, to stop that situation of overwhelming stress because mm. money can be a huge stressor for us. 
So true. We're taking calls on 1-800-316-316. Mel from Brisbane, have you got a question or comment for Rosie? Uh, yes, thank you. I've, I've got a comment. Um, uh, two points, um, and just as way of background, um, I've done the CAP money program and also um, did the training as a CAP um, uh, money trainer. So I, I really um, encourage people to look in the program. It's a really valuable program. Um, two points. Um, I'd really like to see um, CAP money actually um, promoted and distributed through um, uh, the Catholic Church. I have not seen it promoted through um, Catholic churches or, or parishes. And my second point is that I think there'd be a good opportunity for um, CAP to promote its um, money programs through um, Centrelink offices. Good comments. What are your thoughts, Rosie? Yeah, absolutely. Um, amen to both of them. So um, we would love um, to, for Catholic churches to be running the CAP money course and um, kind of... Um, as as proactively as possible, always looking for for any church partners um, over Australia to be partnering with us to run that course. And so, um, if you've got links or churches that you think would be interested, um, Mel, then um, I would love to, um, yeah, just for, for you maybe offline to be um, connecting us. And then in terms of promoting Centrelink and um, the cat money for course through Centrelink, um, absolutely. I mean, we're we're always working on kind of as many national relationships as we as we can do and also those local relationships so someone like um, yourself that's been trained in, in the company course trying to get those local connections happening so that um, a local Centrelink knows that there's a course that they can refer people to and um, we're constantly trying to make sure that people have got the resources in terms of leaflets or brochures or posters to make sure that that's that's manageable and doable because as you say or um, you're, you're right in thinking people um, often that will be visiting Centrelink are people that need this valuable information Wonderful Rosie, thank you so much for your call Mel Thank you And if you'd like to join the conversation call now 1-800-316-316 and you know maybe people listening uh, across the nation now uh, thinking you know what I, I really need CAP in my church uh, I want to tell my pastor about it. Uh, once again, here is the website, capost.org. So capaust.org. Uh, you can also do a search for uh, Cap uh, Australia on uh, Facebook. You can find them on social media. Uh, you can find all the info there. And I should just mention they also do have a 1300 number, 1300 that's their uh, their cap debt helpline. One three hundred double two seven triple O is the number uh, for the uh, cap. What what what's the what's the phone line called, Rosie? Yeah, it's a it's, it's our cap helpline number. Help so that's for people that um, are feeling overwhelmed um, with their financial um, position and mm. want to call for help. Yeah. Wonderful. Fantastic. So once again, that number is one three hundred double two seven triple O. But once again, Google search Christians Against Poverty Australia to find all those details. And we'd love to hear from you. We've got Rosie with us for another 10 minutes. If you've got a question, call now, one eight hundred three sixteen three sixteen. Elizabeth from Melbourne, how are you? I am good, thank you. How are you today? Any fitter, I'll be dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> Any, you got a question or comment for Rosie? Oh, yes. I am mainly calling to be prayerful, please. Uh, I am just listening to the conversation. Sorry, I am African. My English is so bad. Your English is very good. Thank you. 
Paul, thank you. Uh, yeah, I am listening to the conversation and it's really uh, inspiring how, you know, and listening to other people's stories just uh, moved me. Wonderful. Wow. And would you like some, some prayer, Elizabeth? Yes, to, for getting out of debt. And uh, yeah, some prayers about that. And also, yeah, my husband has been very well with uh, mental illness, so he's been able, unable to work. Okay. So yeah, and I have to raise the six children that we have, including looking after him. How many children do you have? We have six children. Six children. Wow. Yes, I know. Three okay. Boys, and uh, it's been uh, uh, a bit of uh, ups well, and downs, but uh, I well, thank God so much that we have still been, yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to ask Rosie to pray, and I'm going to yeah. ask everyone across Australia to join in, and we'll all be praying for you, okay, Elizabeth? Oh, thank you mm. so much. All right, Rosie, lead us, lead us in some prayer, hey? Mm, yeah, and um, we, we pray for, um, for Elizabeth this morning and her family, for her and her husband who's unwell, and for her six children. We pray for their situation, and we pray that you would intervene, Father. We pray for their debt situation. I pray that Elizabeth would be able to get some help with that, and that they wouldn't feel like they're on their own in the, the, the debt um, that they, they find themselves in, and that you would um, help them go from where they are now to feeling much freer um, and being able to provide and to um, live well for these six beautiful children that they have. Amen. 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 Thank you so much for your call, Elizabeth. God bless. Okay, I think we lost it there. Uh, if you'd like to call through and have a chat, our guest on the line today is Rosie Kendall, the CEO of Christians Against Poverty Australia. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Call now. We've got uh, another 10 minutes to focus on the family. Now's the time to call 1-800-316-316. Uh, now, Rosie, uh, we've talked a bit about the helpline that's available for Christians Against Poverty. People can call up. Uh, there's also uh, the CAP Money course. And uh, there's also the CAP Money course for youth. Tell us a bit about that focus you guys have. Yeah, so essentially um, over over a series of years we um, we run the CAP Money course and just became aware of a, of a need to um, deliver similar content but aimed at a kind of teenage demographic of how do we start to build in some understanding of living on a budget um, when you're still living at home but preparing for moving out or going to university, having a first job and how do we deliver a course that, you know, probably um, your typical 16-year-old wouldn't want to sit through a three-week budgeting course but they might come to an hour to just start um, thinking about how they might build those really good foundations at that point and gives um, the church a, a great resource that they can use in their youth group and maybe they already have a connection into their, their, their local school that they can take that content and, um, and have something practical to help that age group to build some great foundations um, as they move from that position of living at home to starting out um, in the world, which um, ever increasingly is becoming an environment that credit is easy to get, that um, you can easily, through some very minor 
um, difficult decisions, um, find yourself in an overwhelming debt situation quite um, quickly after um, moving out of home and starting a job. And so, yeah, just trying to prevent that as much as possible and trying to give people um, the, a good foundation or a better foundation in how to manage their finances in that age demographic. Well, it's wonderful to see the Cat Money course uh, available for youth as well as for us old people, and uh, they've got so much to offer. Once again, Google search Christians Against Poverty Australia for more info. Uh, phone lines are open on 1-800-316-316. We've got Ellie from Devonport in Tassie. How are you today, Ellie? I'm not too bad, thank you. I've just had a bit of an urge and a message from God, I think, to pull over, so I'm on the side of the highway um, and decided to call in. Wonderful. How can we help you today? Um, really, today, um, I would really appreciate some prayers, if possible. Um, my family and I are going through a bit of a transition. Um, after 10 years um, of being together, my partner and I have sort of separated but are trying to make things work in different houses at the moment. So I've completely taken on our home rental and all of the finances and stuff for that. Um, yeah, God has been great in providing um, so much, down to from fuel to food to everything else but right now we really just need to know that god's got a plan for us mm. okay ellie uh rosie yeah okay to pray yeah, yeah absolutely mm-hmm. yeah um father i pray for ellie i pray for her situation you know everything about it you know what's happening with her partner you know and the difficulties you know the struggle and um yeah you know what it um, feels like for ellie right now to be holding those financial resources and the, the strain of everything that she's carrying and so father we pray for breakthrough we pray for something to change we pray that um, Ellie would have wisdom and discernment to know how to move from where she is now to the next stage, the next step in the process of following you in her situation, Father, that you would take away any burden of the, the financial resources, Father, that she um, wouldn't feel overwhelmed by that situation, but she would know that you are going to provide and make a way through. Amen. Amen. Thank you very, very much. Thank you so much, Ellie. Keep us updated, and uh, we'll uh, we'll continue uh, praying for you. And I'm sure many of our listeners will keep praying for you as well. Wonderful. Thank you very much from the bottom of my heart. <laughs> God bless you. Have a good day. Bye bye. Thank you. You too. Bye. And if you'd like to call through, phones are open on one eight hundred three sixteen three sixteen. Our guest is Rosie Kendall from Christians Against Poverty Australia. Now, Rosie, one of the hot topics that uh, I remember discussing when I did the Cat Money course was that. You guys recommend having three bank accounts, a regular payments mm-hmm. account, a cash account, and a savings account, and you recommend using cash instead of credit cards because mm-hmm. living on cash and getting away from cards means you know exactly where you are and helps you to spend mm-hmm. less money. Um, yeah. In, in today's day and age, that's a tough call. Just speak to that for us, would you? Yeah, it's a huge, huge call. And, um, I mean, I'm a real cash advocate. So if you, if I could get my purse out right now, you would see that I've, you know, got cash for lots of, lots of different things. And the main, the main, the main reason that, that we're a big advocate for cash, um, and I'll use my own story that me and my husband, um, I would have said we're, we're always okay with our money. We, we married 14 years ago. We, um, brought, I suppose both of us um, experience of, of budgeting and managing our finances well. Um, but um, because we 
both spent money in different places. One might go shopping here and there and we had a joint account that we both had a card for. The amount of arguments that we used to have on how much money do we actually have, you know, without reconciling or checking an app or looking at what the cash um, gave us um, for our weekly expenditure. So we now get cash out for our food and we put that in um, a what we call a food purse and mm-hmm. it goes in there. And therefore, any given day, if you were to ask me now how much money we've got to, to last us till Tuesday for our food, I'd be able to look in there and I'd say, right, we've got $50. So yes, we can go and do this or we can buy that. And just as it eliminated that, um, I suppose, that tension between who spent what on what and how and um, given us a, a, a better tool for communicating. And, um, yeah, I mean, the stats um, do actually speak really powerfully on cash that you are, are much more likely to um, overspend when you're using a card, way um, more aware of your spending when you have it as yep. cash. So yep. spend $100 in a supermarket and you pay cash for it and you do feel that much <laughs> more heavily than you do when you use a card. That's and, a good principle. Um, hey, Rosie, I'm just going to jump in there. We do have one yep. more quick caller I want to yep, squeeze go. in before we wrap up. Is that all right? Yeah, go for it. Okay, we've got Jennifer from Catanning WA. How are you, Jennifer? I'm all right. I'm, yeah. I'm good at the moment. Um, I just want to know, would you be able to pray for me because I've sort of lost my identity towards God because of, you know, the stuff that I've been going through. Okay. I'm in my life at this moment. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, anything, anything in particular you want prayer for? Um, I just want the Lord to embrace me. Yeah. Um. Sure. R- Rosie, you okay to pray? With His love. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I can do that, Jennifer. Um, Jennifer, um, God, I, I thank you for, for Jennifer. I thank you for her call today. And right now, where she is, I pray that she would feel your love tangibly, that she would know that you love her. And that loving embrace, she would feel it right now. And she would know that you have a purpose and a plan for her life, that you have amazing things in store for her, that you love her unconditionally, just as she is. And that she would know that that, that would be a, just an overwhelming feeling feeling for her right now. Amen. Amen. Hey, Jennifer, Amen. thank you so much for calling. Thank you. Bye. Uh, okay, God bless. Bye-bye. And Bye. I'm sure many of our listeners will keep praying for Jennifer from Katanning. Mm-hmm. Also, Ellie, Elizabeth, uh, Mel, Miss Spencer. We've had some wonderful calls today. Hey, Rosie, thank you so much for praying for a lot of our uh, listeners that called up and no for uh, giving us uh, a, a great snapshot of what CAP does. And uh, mm. once again, the website is capost.org. Uh, you can mm. just Google search Christians Against Poverty Australia, find more info. Mm. Uh, they, people can call the helpline, do the CAP money course, get the church involved, all that kind of stuff. Mm. It's awesome, isn't it, Rosie? Hey? <laughs> yeah, there's lots of options for people to get involved. There's always something that you can do. And so, yeah, I'd love for people to check our website out. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. God bless. Thank you for having me. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.